I'm Evan Knappen, and welcome to Gun Lawyer. Hey, uh, I get some great emails from listeners, and I have one I want to share here because it's, I think, a great topic to talk about, and it's something that I think a lot of folks uh, don't know the answer to. And here is the email. It's from Ray. It says, regarding New Hampshire, do you think that you can do an episode on New Hampshire once in a while? I realize that we do not have any real freedom issues for the most part, but laws do change a bit. And we have some had had some success in the legislature, but there are still bad laws proposed and everyone up here should know about it so they can contact their legislators. And it's from Ray. And you know what? I appreciate Ray's uh, email and I really want to talk about New Hampshire because New Hampshire is extremely special. And I'm not just saying that for uh, a personal bias, but in fact, it is probably one of the best kept gun secrets out there. Many of you probably don't realize that, in, in my opinion, and look, this is, you know, I spent over 35 years practicing gun law, and I can tell you that New Hampshire is, in my opinion, the freest gun state in America. Absolutely the freest. The freest and getting even freer. It is astounding how free New Hampshire is. Now, no place is perfect, I agree. But I want to tell you about New Hampshire and some of the advantages you may not even realize. And I know many of you are listeners that are in New Jersey. And New Jersey has the uh, is infamous for being, in my opinion, the worst state for gun ownership in the country. And anyone who lives in New Jersey, I'm sure, understands why the amount of laws, the anti-gun uh, bias that runs through the system, the attempt to disenfranchise everyone in New Jersey of their gun rights, turn them into felons, ruin their lives, all combined with a hatred of who we are. I mean, that's really what we're dealing with all the time in New Jersey. But New Hampshire, to understand New Hampshire, just think about everything that's terrible about New Jersey. Now think of the opposite, and you get New Hampshire. No exaggeration. Let me tell you about some of the things you may find surprising. And, uh, you know, because there's a lot of folks out there that, you know, if you ask, where's the freest gun state? Well, they might say Texas or, you know, uh, Tennessee or you know, places down south or these kind of and, and and a lot of those states are very good. Don't get me wrong. They're 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 definitely, you know, night and day over New Jersey. They're great states, without a doubt. But none of them are actually as free as New Hampshire. And you'll find, and you talk to folks, there's you know, there's a, actually a lot of gun laws in Texas. Now, there it's generally um, pro gun in its demeanor, but there's a lot of laws. When I talk about the freest gun state, I'm talking about least amount of laws, the least amount of laws. Let me tell you about New Hampshire's lack of laws. Number one, New Hampshire has constitutional carry. So you do not need a 
permit, license, or permission slip from the government to carry a handgun, to uh, either concealed or openly loaded, unloaded, in your motor vehicle, on your person, not only is there no permit or license required, but New Hampshire doesn't even have a law that you could be charged with. Doesn't even have a law, unlawful possession of a handgun. No such law. No such law. The only prohibited persons under state law are essentially felons, prohibited persons. But there is no handgun possession offense of general nature. And then you say, oh, well, I have a license or I fall under some exemption or something. No, there's nothing you can be charged with. Now, there is an optional carry license in New Hampshire. And let me be very clear, a license. New Hampshire doesn't like the word permit, doesn't use the word permit, because permit implies permission. It's not about permission. It's just a license. And the license is optional, 100% optional. And if you want a license, you can get a carry license. It's shall issue, a true shall issue license, meaning as long as you're, it says it right in the statute, as long as you're not otherwise prohibited under federal or state law from possessing a, a firearm, you qualify for the carry license. Now, you might say, well, why would I want to carry a license if I can carry without a license? Well, because other states have reciprocity if you have a license. So to take advantage of other states' reciprocity, you may want the optional license from New Hampshire. But you don't need one. They have constitutional carry, and that applies to both residents and non-residents. So you want a vacation in New Hampshire, which is gorgeous and beautiful, just a unbelievably beautiful beautiful state with its four distinct seasons and even a fifth season that's called mud season but that's more of a joke but uh, you can carry when you're here with no license no problem but let me tell you something more you know there's no machine gun law in New Hampshire there's no state law on machine gun you have to obey federal law but there's no state law prohibiting machine gun possession a matter of fact if you have a sub-machine gun, any firearm with a barrel under 16 inches is considered a handgun, as long as it's under, 15, under 16 inches with the barrel. So you can carry your fully automatic Uzi sub-machine gun on your person with no carry permit, as long as you lawfully have your Uzi under federal law, not a problem. Not a problem in New Hampshire, no law prohibiting it. There's no law in New Hampshire, state law, on silencers, suppressors, none. Follow federal law, you're legal in New Hampshire. There's nothing you could be charged with under state law. There's no state law on SBR, short barrel rifles, none. No state law on sawed-off shotguns, none. Now, these are prohibited and regulated by federal law, yes, but not under New Hampshire state law. There is no state law on that, none. Lack of law, no law. You see, that's real freedom. Real freedom is not having any law on that. And that's what New Hampshire does when it comes to the gun laws. They minimize the gun laws. It's incredible. There's no 
obviously no assault firearm law of any type. There's no law banning standard capacity magazines, no. And unlike New Jersey, slingshots are not a felony to possess in New Hampshire. There's no law on slingshots in New Hampshire either. Now, look, these are possession, possession laws I'm talking about, right? Possession. You do bad things with guns. There's plenty of laws for that, all right? Not a problem. You, 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 you commit bad acts, commit crimes, use a gun wrongfully. Yeah, you will be prosecuted. But frankly, folks, that's how it should be because it's the use that when it's used illegally, used wrongly, used to commit crimes, fine, prosecute to the fullest there. That's not a problem. But, but what we don't have, what New Hampshire does not have, is possessory offenses that turn law-abiding citizens into criminals. And that's critical. Now, same long arms. They don't have any possession of long arm laws under state law. Now, what does exist is uh, there's some there's fish and game laws. New Hampshire is very much a hunter's and fisherman's paradise, and they have fish and game laws. And one of the fish and game laws does prohibit, it's a violation level offense, but nonetheless does prohibit possession of a rifle or shotgun that is loaded in a moving motor vehicle. Okay, so if your motor vehicle is moving, your rifle or shotgun cannot be loaded in it. And loaded means that it is uh, uh, readily able to fire. So if you want to keep like an M4 carbine in your car, you can do that, but don't have any round in the chamber just so you don't end up with a fish and game uh, violation. But uh, that's really the extent for the long arm issue. And if it's a stationary vehicle, your gun, your long arm can be loaded in it. See, at one time, New Hampshire did prohibit possession of a loaded rifle or shotgun in or on a vehicle. And that caused problems because if you were shooting, you know, just target shooting from your vehicle, from your truck bed, or, uh, you know, your there's a case uh, when, when the law was put to, to change it, a fellow testified that he was stopped by fishing game and they asked for his license and he immediately rested his shotgun against his vehicle so he could take out his license and they charged him for having his loaded shotgun on a motor vehicle. You know, stuff like that. Well, that's gone now. They fixed the law. You just can't have a loaded, and that means, you know, round in the chamber in a moving vehicle. So no laws. New Hampshire has really, it's just unbelievably free. Private sales are 100% uh permitted you just don't knowingly sell to a prohibited person and if you're going to sell a handgun to somebody you need to either need to, they need to either be personally known by you or if you ha- if the person has one of the optional carry licenses you can make that private sale there's no nicks check or anything on private sales there's no laws prohibiting so-called Ooh, ghost guns in New Hampshire. No state law. You want to build a firearm for yourself. It's 
lawful under New Hampshire state law and federal law as well, right? So these are the things. A matter of fact, how about carrying a firearm? Because, you know, even places that have shall issue permits and, 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 and even constitutional carry, they have all kinds of prohibited places, right? All kinds of uh, prohibited places. And in New Hampshire, there's only one place that is prohibited under state law for carrying a firearm. And that one place is a courthouse. You cannot bring uh, any weapon into a courthouse. But that's it. There's no other state prohibitions. There's no state prohibition on carrying at the mall, carrying in a movie theater, carrying at your house of worship, you know, anywhere. There's no state prohibition on it. Uh, the federal prohibitions, of course, they still apply. They're federal law for federal buildings and the federal prohibitions, but that's the feds. But as far as state laws goes, it's it's only prohibited by way of a, a courthouse. I mean, you, you can have a firearm uh, in a uh, in a bar in New Hampshire, not a problem. A restaurant, not a problem. You can have a, a firearm under state law anywhere. Now, some of you may say, well, what about private property, et cetera? How does that work? Can they... And, you know, if you go in Texas, they have, like, laws where they put up signs and, you know, you can carry here, you can't. We say no. You say, yeah, if you go in a place that has a sign, then you get in trouble. And all. No. The way it works in New Hampshire is it's a really a property issue, and here's the deal. If a private property owner says they don't want any guns, then and you come in and somehow they know you have a gun, they can say, we want you to leave. And if you don't leave, then you're a defiant trespasser. And that's how it works. Uh, but there's no separate law regarding that. It's just the same thing as a property owner having a right to limit anything else they may want on their property. Now, I happen to believe that your ability to defend yourself is a civil right. And I think it should be right up there with discrimination and that they shouldn't uh, – be able to stop, uh, you know, a business shouldn't be able to say we don't want any guns on the property. But that is a libertarian uh, conflict because, you know, you want property owners to have rights over their property to decide who gets to, it's your property, you should be able to decide. And yet we understand our gun rights, you see. So uh, that's where there's that little bit of a trade-off. But the bottom line is um, it's not a state offense. It comes down to the individual property owner, which is really good. So I would highly encourage that if anybody wants to and can actually move to and says, I want to live in the freest gun state in America, and where is that? Let me just tell you, it's hands down, it's New Hampshire, hands down. And New Hampshire is not only the freest state on gun rights, but it's amazingly free on so many other things, and that's why it's a live free or die state. Just real quick, you know, New Hampshire has no sales tax, none. So when you buy a gun or a car, you pay no sales tax. New Hampshire has no state income tax, okay? You don't pay that. Nope, not, uh, none exists in state of New Hampshire. Uh, New Hampshire is the only state that doesn't require you to wear a safety belt. Uh, they refuse the government money. We're all big boys and girls. You decide. And look, it's smart to wear your safety belt, but it's not 
an excuse now to pull you over because it's not a law here requiring it. There are many, many other aspects of freedom to New Hampshire, but let me just say this. You want the freest gun state? Well, now you know the secret and where it is. We come back. I have another great letter to share with you. For over 30 years, attorney Evan Knappen has seen what rotten laws do to good people. That's why he's dedicated his life to fighting for the rights of America's gun owners. A fearsome courtroom litigator fighting for rights, justice, and freedom. An unrelenting gun rights spokesman tearing away at anti-gun propaganda to expose the truth. Author of six best-selling books on gun rights, including Knappen on Gun Law, a bright orange gun law Bible that sits atop the desk of virtually every lawyer, police chief, firearms dealer, and savvy gun owner. That's what made Evan Knappen America's gun lawyer. Gun laws are designed to make you a criminal. Don't become the innocent victim of a vicious anti-gun legal system. This is the guy you want on your side. Keep his name and number in your wallet and hope you never have to use it. But if you live, work, or travel with a firearm, the deck is already stacked against you. You can find him on the web at evannappen.com or follow the link on the Gun Lawyer resource page. Evan Knappen, America's Gun Lawyer. You're listening to Gun Lawyer with attorney Evan Knappen. Available wherever you get your favorite podcasts. I am a lawyer. I am a lawyer. Okay. Uh, I want to thank all of you for being dedicated listeners to uh, Gun Lawyer. And I appreciate your subscribing to it and telling your friends about it. Let's just get the word out. I also want to mention uh, my good friend Mitch Rosen, who makes the finest, extraordinary gun leather. And I just want to tell you, this is not a paid ad for him or anything. He's, he's a great guy and makes a phenomenal product. And I'm so psyched right now because I recently got my, my Mitch Rosen uh, holster for my new Smith uh, 10 millimeter and man it is just the best once you have Mitch Rosen leather you just don't want anything else I'm not kidding so check out Mitch Rosen extraordinary gun leather and uh, you'll see what I mean but um, anyway I have a letter here a letter from uh, another avid listener it says hi Evan I have a very common question that should affect a lot of your listeners my brother is moving from Spring Lake, New Jersey, to Tom's River, New Jersey. He has a legal handgun registered with Spring Lake Heights and issued by them. He has moved to Tom's River, New Jersey. So the last day he was in the house, he went to the gun range as a guest and then returned to his new home in Tom's River, all good there. My question is, what obligation does he now have to contact Tom's River PD? and inform them that he's moved into town with a legal registered handgun. Is there an obligation or a time frame to do this? Any information would be much appreciated. That's from Harvey. Well, I'll tell you, Harvey, here's the deal. There's nothing that needs to be done when you move in New Jersey regarding 
your handgun. If you acquired a handgun with a pistol purchase permit, that is only good for 90 days. It allowed you to acquire a handgun, and the form of register only registers your acquisition of the handgun. It's not a possession permit, and it doesn't register possession. So that permit allowed you to make the purchase, make the acquisition. When you move, there's no obligation, nothing needs to be done over your handgun and its acquisition. Nothing. But what does need to be done is if you happen to also have a New Jersey firearm purchaser identification card. Now, under New Jersey law, that card is what you use for the purchase of long arms, of rifles and shotguns. And that card is currently good for one's whole life. Now, of course, there's legislation they're talking about trying to change that, but it's lifetime unless you decide to get rid of it. However, when you move, you have to do a change of address within 30 days of moving. When you move, or if you lose the card, or if you change your name, someone gets married, or even if you change your sex, you've got to notify and put in a new application for a new card within 30 days. If you fail to change your firearms ID card within the 30 days, put that application in, then technically under the law, it's a third-degree crime, and you're facing up to five years in state's prison for your failure to change your address and to update your firearms ID card. Nothing needs to be done regarding your handguns, but your firearm purchaser ID card does have the 30-day mandate for any change in your residence, name, uh, sex, address, etc. So make sure that you do that. Your firearms ID card should always match your driver's license because your driver's license lists your residency as should your New Jersey firearm purchaser ID cards. And there's a lot of folks out there who aren't aware that they needed to change their card. They uh, maybe failed to change their card. And if they go to buy a rifle or shotgun, they're going to have a rude awakening when the dealer has to deny the sale. And Nick's may, in fact, deny the sale because the driver's license is different than the firearms ID card. And that, of course, draw attention to the fact that your card is not in compliance with New Jersey law. You don't want to have that situation. If you have a firearms ID card that is uh, needs to get changed, then you better do it. Now, some of you may say, well, I'm, I'm out of time. I, I didn't realize this, etc." Well, let me tell you, in my experience, I mean, I've been practicing gun law for over 35 years. Um, if you put in to get the change done, then that should be fine. I mean, technically, you could be prosecuted, but I've never heard of that or had any case where an individual who uh, finally got and put in to get 
their license made compliant, their firearm purchaser ID card updated, got prosecuted because they were late. Now, in theory, I guess it could happen, but I've yet to encounter that. However, we have had charges made against individuals who didn't change their ID card because they got involved with the with the authorities for some other reason, whatever it may be, a, a seizure of their guns, something happened, whatever, and then when they're looking at the person and they see that, oh, by the way, they didn't change their address, they get charged with this uh, extra uh, third degree up to five years in state's prison charge of failing to update their firearms ID card. So if you if you have a firearms ID card, be conscientious about keeping it up to date. I don't want to see anyone become a victim of New Jersey's gun laws, and I want you to be able to be able to exercise your rights in Jersey. And the firearms ID card is what is needed for the purchase. And additionally, the firearms ID card is also of great advantage in possessing rifles and shotguns because the possessory offense in New Jersey uh, does say that no person shall possess any rifle or shotgun unless having first obtained a New Jersey firearm purchaser ID card. And uh, if you fail to have that, it's a crime of the third degree for failure to have the ID card. Now, the license that is put into that statute, the firearm purchaser ID card, does immediately uh, relieve you of the unlawful possession uh, charge because it's an element of the offense and you have the firearms ID card. But if you don't have a firearms ID card, there still are exemptions, the same exemptions that we rely on to possess our handguns, even handguns acquired with a pistol purchase permit, that apply to long arms. But with long arms, we have the at least the ability to get the firearm purchaser ID card to put us in the on the good side of the possession for long arms, as opposed to handguns, where it says no person shall possess any handgun unless having first obtained a permit to carry a handgun. And since most of us don't have New Jersey permits to carry a handgun, we're forced to only rely upon the exemptions for possession, such as possession in your home, possession at the target range, possession at place of business, etc. You're forced to rely only on exemptions. But long arms, the ID card is put in the statute there. So you want to take advantage of that and get as much protection as you can in New Jersey, especially when transporting and possessing your firearms. So the firearms ID card does help in doing just that, but it has to stay up to date. That's a critical factor for sure. So this is Evan Knappen reminding you that gun laws don't protect honest citizens from criminals. They protect criminals from honest citizens. Gun Lawyer is a Counterthink Media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. Reach us by emailing evan at gun.lawyer. The information and opinions in this broadcast do not constitute legal advice. Consult a licensed attorney in your state.